The Clueless Joe podcast is recorded at DBAT Nashville and brought to you by Rawlings, the nation's leading baseball and softball training academy franchise and the world's top baseball and softball brand have teamed up to create an exciting new partnership. DBAT, powered by Rawlings, the official ball, glove, and helmet of Major League Baseball. To learn more, go to Rawlings.com or visit your local DBAT. Say hey, baseball fans. Welcome to the Clueless Joe podcast, powered by Rawlings, episode 9. Coming to you from DBAT Nashville, the premier baseball and softball batting cage and training academy in Middle Tennessee. Developing beliefs, attitudes, and traditions, Music City style. You can follow us on social media across all platforms at DBAT Nashville. I'm your host, John Christ, and I'm here with the triumvirate of... Former Memphis Tiger, Zach Schreidenthal. Turn me up. Former Georgetown Tiger, Ryan Gaynor. Go Tigers. And former Georgia Perimeter Jaguar, Sam Bragg. Stetson Bennett's the MVP. <laughs> Just of, a bunch of cats, huh? Lots of big cats in the house. Just a exactly. bunch of cats. Coming up later in the show, we'll peel back the layers of the onion known as Coach Ryan, our Golden State turned volunteer state manager slash instructor. Doing it. Quite so an intro. Many, so many layers. Lots of slashes. But we begin with all-star shortstop Carlos Correa. On December 13th, shortly after Zach and I actually had a chance to meet him at the annual DBAT owners meeting, personal plug, he agreed to a 13-year, $350 million contract with the San Francisco Giants. That deal fell through <laughs> because of his physical... So on December 20th, uh-huh. he agreed to a 12-year, $315 million contract with the New Yeesh. York Mets, kind of out of nowhere. It was considered a stunner at the time. That deal also fell through because of his physical. So finally, on January 10th, just Tuesday of this week, he agreed to a six-year, $200 million contract with incentives that can max out to a total of $270 million. <laughs> They're like, your ankle's that yeah, bad? Right? Exactly. Yeah, buddy, you're making 30 bucks a yeah. year. Relax. Apparently, the ink is dry in the deal, and the saga is finally over. It's one of the wildest free agency stories in recent memories, so let's start here. Who won? Who lost? What have we learned? I'd like to start this off by oh, saying uh, I'm glad this news finally broke. Um, when we were at the owners' meeting, as John had mentioned, and I mm. took my picture with him, um, as soon as that camera that camera flashed, he whispered, "It was always the twins." And so I don't have to live. And you with, you kept I, that to I, yourself. I don't, I don't have to live with that burden of a really? secret. Really? Wow! So, Can't believe okay. you kept that to yourself. Yeah. Okay. No. Good you're job not running so off the You're basically the Scott Boris. Yeah, were you, awesome. I mean, you, you were uh, the only guy. Yeah. Only guy to know. Yeah. Wow, good yeah. for you, man. So, That's awesome. Um, you know, I think it's a. How much did you have to pay for your picture? <laughs> 200 mil. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I think it's been one heck of a ride. And I don't know. I'm happy for him that he still made or still. What? What does that average out to a year? It's thirty. It's like a little over a little over million. Thirty, which change. is which is great. And the AAV is about the same. The three contracts across the board. Yeah, 
Well, the think, Twins will take. I mean, I think obviously the Giants and the Mets lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both they did. They, yeah, they did. But Carlos, they're, they're, what? he's a great player. He I is. was really, I was really excited to see Lindor and him on the same side of the field. But what did you say right before this? How long has it been since you played a full season? Yeah, it's been like seven years. It's been six like years. yeah, something like that. After the injury, I mean, it's, I mean, it's some people. Clearly, been, I mean, he played like what 142 games in 2019. But, but, he, but that, that's not a full was that the season, same though, injury that he missed time with last year. I don't know. You never actually know what they're missing games yeah. for. Yeah, they kind of just say it. But you know, so, every time you blow your UCL, it does it's a seem forearm strain. It does seem like when he doesn't play, it's a lower body injury. So it is always a leg thing. It's always a leg thing. That's I feel fair. like I think maybe last year they said it was a quad yeah. or something, oh, a yeah. quad or yeah, it was something like that. that I don't seems know. Seems dubious for a shortstop, by the way, a Gold Glove caliber shortstop, which is one of the things you're paying for. Yeah, You're supposed to be the most athletic person on the field. You can't do that with one leg. Yeah. So when I was <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. Yeah. When I was talking to one of our esteemed um, friends of the facility uh, yesterday, I got some some good insight insight to what the situation was, and apparently, the injury that he has is is not sustainable for like over six over like six or seven years. So I think that's what it makes sense. Like if that's a, that kind of injury. Teams aren't going to give him twelve years if well, doc, if doctors are yeah. saying not something that he can get repaired and it's be not, fine. It's not. Well, really? that's the thing. It's, it's already repaired. He has that's a what I'm saying. Yeah. In there. yeah. So apparently, like it whatever is, happened unquote, happened in September, and like he he was fine, but it just kept aggravating it and kept nagging and I, yeah, it's something. I think he like I think he's fine. He just that injury over time, like after a certain period. You just can't play anymore, hmm. or something like that, or it gets risky. Hmm. So teams are probably looking at that and saying, "All right, well, one, we can't give him twelve years because so maybe he's the Mets not- and the Giants won and the Twins that's, lost. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think. I, really I don't think do. they lost. I think they'll get the best out of them. I don't think he's going to play well, a full. I don't well, think he gonna has be a, the capability well, to play a, a full well, season. Well, I didn't the, think Aaron Judge was going to. I hate bringing him up, but yeah, I don't think I he was going to play a full season. No, I'm saying I'm dead serious. I thought he was going to get hurt again this year. Or this or last season because he's one of those guys, and again, I think I think Korea has very good potential to play. The, the only season. way I guess now the Mets and the Giants lose is if he plays all six years. Right. And he's like a four or five right. time All Star, and nothing goes wrong. So so strictly is because the injury is that, that's what I he's heard. not going to be able. To, so at six years or seven years, maybe he's going to be done. That's what I don't know. Saying. I don't know if those are the right years, but obviously it makes it seem like that because that's what his deal was. But it what was the what was it, the Mets deal? Twelve for three fifteen. Three fifteen. Okay. Basically so, the same yeah. deal as the yeah. Giants. They backed off a year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if it's that kind of in, again, I don't know what the timetable is, but if the doctors are saying that it's not a an injury that can sustain for a very long time. I'm not going to give him 12, 10 years. Here's another thing I find very interesting about the particular contract he did sign. So if you remember, when he left Houston, he signed what looked like on the surface was a three-year deal with the Twins, but there was an opt-out after year one, an opt-out after year two, and he opted out after the first and hit free agency again. That is not the case with this contract. He did get a full no-trade clause, so he would have to agree to any deal. However, all those one-year and two-year opt-outs, I believe they're gone. And that's the twins going to him saying, 
look, if you're with us, you're with us. We're not just going to let you have a big year and walk again. So I found that very interesting that he had to make much more of a legit commitment to the Twins than he did 12 months ago. Yeah. And I'm sure that's hard having to live in Minnesota. Yeah. God. Yeah. They're, they're kind of stacking tough. up, though. I mean, their I team looks they've, good. They've made some, they've yeah, made some I don't think they're going to be some scrubs out there. So it ain't like he. They were bad last year. Really, but they well, had a down season. They, they were, were in. They, fir- got, they were in first. The, Roy- they got the Royals were bad. Than their results suggested. I was just really looking forward to seeing my boy Royce Lewis take over at shortstop. Ooh, and yeah. yeah, I don't think that was. That's ever, I don't think that was ever going to happen. Your he'll, boy, he'll go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, he got. He got a cream Lutheran. No, he did not go to Crean. <laughs> Lutheran. No, no, he did not. But what about the agent? How do we feel about Scott Boris? The genius. Yeah. yeah. He gets guys paid. He's yeah. doing his job. The dude plays the game. Absolutely. The game was played. That's for sure. You know who drafted his son? The ace. Yes. <laughs> Shane. Shane Boris. How did he let that happen? I don't know. Uh, because nobody else, he let that nobody, nobody else cared enough to do it. <laughs> That's true. He wasn't good. Like Mike Matheny's son. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> but, no, I think uh, – I, I truly believe Carlos Correa will will have success. I mean, he's a, he's a phenomenal player. Would you, I, I, think, I think he has – I think he can play healthy for a full season for Would you years. feel this way if you asked for a picture and he said no? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I, just, I just want to get that out there. Yes. I just want to say yes. we're not biased because he took a no. pick. Okay. No, no, no. You would feel confident about him going to the – Royals or Yankees and playing for six years straight? Uh, yes, absolutely. Full disclosure, Zach did ask him to autograph his chest, and he said no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was, that's that was pretty tough, rude. Tough scene. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, have you, wa- I, I have you washed your hands since you since have, you shook it? I have not. Yeah. I, have, I actually like right. this deal for the Twins simply because it's half the length of the other proposed deals. Yeah. Again, one of the maybe this guy's primary value is the gold glove caliber defense, and plus the offense that goes with it. But – if you're signing this guy until he's 39 years old, how long before you have to move him to a corner outfield spot? How long before you turn him into a first baseman? And while he's a very good hitter, he's not really what you're looking for at a corner position. So is that a contract? Again, how quickly are you going to regret that contract? Potentially well, I mean, the, Met, the Mets time? were already about to turn him into a corner. Yeah. Which I thought was foolish. I mean, yeah, it is definitely a, he's a little better up. shortstop than Lindor. So why move Lind- keep Lindor and move Correa? Yeah, but you don't need as much range at third base. And yeah, he's got yeah. the body of a third baseman. He does. Great. It is. He it, does. Like I, I've said, it, I've said it before on here. Is it's probably it's probably a little too soon for him to move to third base, but that it yes. was probably his. He's that's his than end goal. Francisco and Lindor as a shortstop. Yeah, no but, question. But realistically, kind of the same deal with a Rod. He's going to end up there eventually. Might as well get him over there now. I mean, that, that Mets team would have been – they're still going to be really good. I, w- I was excited to see him yeah. play for the Mets. Yeah. Yeah, not I so much sure. the Giants. I'm really glad he's not playing for the Mets because now <laughs> they'll for sure lose 95 games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I uh, mean, they're trying. But, but just imagine, though, like if, if like this is true, that this is a type of injury where you are only really guaranteed or expected to last a certain amount of years, like – Imagine that going through your head, like, man, I really got to make like this year count. Like, you don't have the twelve years to back to to sit on you. Like, I could be hurt in three years, or like my body's only going to let me play sure. for three years, and I'm what? Yeah. How old is he? He's twenty eight. Yeah. yeah, and you're twenty. Is he going to think that way though? Because the money's guaranteed. 
I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, which, like, like, which Louisiana voodoo shop did he walk into and get this prognosis? By the way, yeah. In six Doctors. years, your ankle's going to turn to that's dust. Not, so that's not. What I, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm saying. I'm I mean, just, is there is there a clock? <laughs> I'm, just saying that's I'm just saying that's probably on uh, March twentieth. That's, yes. that's <laughs> probably what the twins felt comfortable with. Will explode with, with how that injury. <laughs> Well, the Probably, twins' yeah. pockets aren't nearly as deep as they are with the Mets and the Giants. That's what I'm saying. Course. It could have been eight years. It could have been ten years. But once again, years, I've said this before. The full, these doctors the aren't wrong ever about these things. Like he's gonna get. It'll happen. It'll, yeah. it will happen. He's not making it six years. If they if they don't believe he's making it six years, he's not making it six years. But like, it's kind of crazy how quickly that uh, that physical went through. Well, I, I mean, mean the probably, Giants lasted. I mean, the, man, the man's taken probably about five of them. That's true, but like, what are, I mean. I mean, I yeah, guess if the I first the thing twins. you do, right, when you... Well, he was also with the Twins a season, so they've at least right. seen him up close. Right. Yeah, so... Why, presumably, they did a full physical last year before they inked him. Right. right, so yeah, so what was the deal with that? I mean, they had no problem giving him $36 million a year yeah. for three years then. Yeah. For a guy who drove in 64 runs last year, yeah. by the way. Yeah, 64. Well, I mean, how many games is he playing, though? Like 72, 90, something like 136. that? 136. Oh, that's not, that's not great. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's, that's not, not great. great. That's, that's basically great. missing a month. I don't think the Twins won this deal What, did he hit, all? 290? He hit 290? 291. Okay, that's I mean... Carlos did. Just people how, weren't getting how, on base. Yeah, how many people were on base? Yeah, though? people just weren't getting on that base. That lineup stunk. Yeah. Stole a grand total of zero bases. Not that anyone well, cares well, about that anymore. But don't want to turn his leg to dust. How many bunts did he have, John? Not enough. Okay. God. Got it. Zero is my. How many? Guess. How many bombs did he hit? He hit twenty-two. 22. 22 and 64. Those are not, it's not that great. Yeah, but, but it's like solid. Numbers. I mean, 22 for 100. Well, Judge, Judge would have hit so. 62 home runs for the Twins and had 79 RBIs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the team was kind of bums. They were terrible. Now they now they look they look decent this year. Yeah. But it's all going to yeah. depend on if how he Byron does. If Byron Buxton plays 150 games, and he never does. He's, yeah, if he's, Carlos Correa plays so, 150 games, he's and he more never does. Liable. He's all awesome. I know. All I know is put it on the books. Joey Gallo, 240, 46, 110. Put it down. Perfect. I'll he's, write it down on the notepad he, right now. He is the one that's going to turn them into a playoff contender. Joey Gallo so, is going to do it. Driving huh? them out. So 46 walks, 110 strikeouts, well, and what? 50 why? Games, why do you say that? I just. It goes, He's playing it, on a short porch it, in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I go, mean, come, do not act like playing in New York is the same as playing in Minnesota. He owns that ballpark, though. Yeah, he does That's have right. good he's stats. He's had, That's like, right. he's had like four of the longest home runs this. in the past 20 years yeah. been there. At, at Target yeah. Field? Yeah. yeah. He hit one that was like 493 there two years ago. when he was with, The last time he was with the Rangers. In between how many strikeouts? Who cares? <laughs> His yeah, job, that's the, that's the his news. job it's is a new to game, give John. a fan a souvenir. <laughs> is Gary Sanchez still catching there? I know he's a free agent. I don't know if he. Uh, I don't think you're. I, I would imagine that they got Christian Vasquez. He's not. Resigned. Oh, that's yeah, right. True. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do they still have the the turtle? What's his name? Astadio. No, or? he's playing in Japan. Is he? Yeah. Oh. I know. They still, they, he was cool. Do they still have Miguel Sano? They just get fat guys. He was awful. Well, it was so crazy that awful. Miguel Sano like still played third base for. How bad he was at third base. He he is a DH. Has yeah. to be a DH. Yeah. yeah, he's on that Jorge Soler vibe. Luis Arise, top of the order. Love that guy. He is. Yeah, yeah that he's good. good. Love that guy. Yeah, he's they good. could be sneaky good. Did he, did they he end up finishing good. first in batting average? Who? Arise. Arise. Uh, mm, I forget. Second. I forget. He, I forget. No, he I did. He did. Yeah, finish. I think he was. Oh, he's, he's the, the one reason, that he's, he's the, the reason judge didn't. Yeah, he beat him out by like two points. Yeah, that means he's better. Better hitter. Better. 
He's just a better hitter. I guess so. He gets slightly on slightly different should've, player should've profile. Should have won MVP. Should have won MVP. Should have. All right, Carlos Correa, six years. How many All Star teams does he make? Three, at least two. Okay, three. I don't know. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, Dude, Ryan is all. Ryan's got him not him. making it through the first month of the yeah, season. For real. No, no, I'm just looking at the past. I think he'll make. I'll say one All Star game, and have some room to to grow from there. I just I don't see him. Yeah, playing. but you have to have somebody from each team to represent. Who else is going to represent? Man, Do the Twins make the playoffs in six years? Yeah, yeah. With this with this team, I wouldn't that's be surprised that, if they central. make it this year. Have the Guardians done anything? The Royals are in their division. Guardians. The Tigers. I'm saying the White division. Sox are in no, their division. Dude, what a White terrible Sox division. division. These yeah, off-season. That division is awful. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it's terrible. <laughs> Haven looks good though. But so this offseason, have the Guardians done anything? Oh, I don't. Not much. Yeah, no. Like not they much. had a bunch of young guys that are good that played really well and got hot at the right time. Yeah. I don't really know how much that. How happened. many All Star games on Carlos Correa's resume? At the end of his career? No, now. Right now? Now. Four? He's, doesn't he have two Three. All-Stars? Two. Two All-Stars. Two All-Stars. How many gold gloves? How many gold gloves? That's my next question. Let's go four. Well, he's got a platinum. One. He's got one gold glove mm. from his last season with the Astros. Oh, this guy was, stinks. Did he play? Astros. Was, that, was that the he's last a, season that he played full? He's a full? good player. He's a good player. I don't know if he's a $350 million player. No, he's not. Dude. He's, he's not. not. I mean, he's just not. I, say, I, I really like out. the deal. <laughs> You're not worth. I don't know if the yeah, so good again, for him. I don't I mean, know I'm if the twins getting paid. Yeah. I don't know if the twins won the deal, but I think that deal is probably perfect for what he what he is right now. I think he ended up getting the deal he should have gotten. Yeah. Yes. I agree. The non-monopoly money deal. I think all is right with the world to some degree. I mean, what are you going to do? Just gonna, not love I would have just given him You're a year. Give him a, what are you going to give him? Give him one more year. Yeah, but hasn't he had a year where he hit like 320 with like 27? He's had an runs? above 300. No, he hasn't. He has. Has he? Yeah. He had one year he uh, where he hit 315 with 24 and 84. Was that the World Series year? What a surprise. He played 109 games that year. See, but imagine a full season where that Ryan, average could go down. Ryan's acting up. like this guy's Eric Hosmer getting 750 Dude, that, that is for, crazy that he didn't even get a mill. That was wild. No, I just have, I, have a tough I think, year. I like, think Correa. Joe Gallo got like 11 million. <laughs> right. Eric Hosmer at like 260, and they're like, homie, <laughs> you're lucky we're letting you go to the stadium. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I, I do think Correa is a very good player. I just don't think he's worth that much money and how much of a question mark he is. Would you take I think him? there's a lot of uncertainty that comes with that. He's Would you also, take Dansby over Carlos Correa? No. No, from the no. upside of it. But that, that's me banking on Correa playing a full season. Dansby's also, Dansby, Dansby, Dansby's Dansby's also, Dansby's also been hurt, too. And Dansby is not a guaranteed about I'm talking about just physical play. 260. Just physical play, Correa, 100%. Okay, that's all I was yeah, asking. I mean, Dan, but, Dansby has only hit over like two sixty twice. Yeah, and Correa, he did just have like Cor- one. Correa is yeah. a curly like, what career two ninety guy. And what was, yeah, I think what was Dansby's why do we always deal? bring this back to hating on Dansby Swanson? I'm not hating. I'm just asking. I'm not, I'm not hating on him. I'm not hating on him either. I'm just I'm, we're just I'm, calling I'm, a spade a spade. I've right? known the guy since we were eight, and I just don't think he's that good. Yeah. How much? How much was his deal again? Oh, his was like seven years, one seventy. Okay. I'm, I'm just. I thought I'm it was more than that. I, I think thought he was got. I thought he got at least not, two. It's not in the twos. It's not. It's no, not. No, it might not even be one seventy. It's. I think it's like one sixty-seven or one seventy-seven. You can look that up. I'm gonna look it mm-hmm. up. Interesting. Brian, Carlos Correa or Luis Rengifo? 
Gun to your head. <laughs> Gun to your head. <laughs> Did you just pronounce the G in Red Gifo? I guess. How do you pronounce it? It's, it's, red, it's red, red Gifo. Red Gifo. But no, it's, it's Honestly, yours is but I took three red, years of high school red, Spanish. Red, red, Dude, let me red tell you. Is let me tell you. That guy bad. turned into like one of the better guys in the Angels lineup with Trout and Otani bold out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. He was like top two, let's, top let's three. Say more about Jared, Walsh more was, about Jared Walsh was also pulled out of that lineup. Dude, he was... He was so awesome. He had the, yeah, he had the thoracic outlet. He was awesome. He? Yeah. Uh, seven years, 177. Oh, wow, I was right. For Dansby Swanson. For Dansby Swanson. Mm-hmm. You know who's the poor man's Carlos Correa? Who? Alberto Mondesi. I just thought. I don't know if I'd say poor. <laughs> he, he's like the... Mm. He's like a What's poor, his career he average? Made it. <laughs> I, I asked him. He hit a home run off me, but he so shouldn't have made it. <laughs> he was he's fast. He's just that fast guy. Did he even I feel like play last year? Wasn't yeah, he hurt he, all last I year? I think he played like a handful of games. Maybe let's look at let's look at Mondesi's. There was a bunch of guys I played against with the Royals that were like infielders that were like six foot one fifty that were like fast and like couldn't hit, but they just somehow made it so up. So what does that mean? He played fifteen Lopez. games last year. I'm, I'm still not on the Nicky Lopez train. He's gonna have to two forty four career average. I will. I will say this about Nicky Lopez. Like I've also thought that he's not that good either. But he's just like a guy that's always on base. He's steady. He is steady. Yeah, right. He can pick it too. Yeah, yeah he's he plays a oh, great yeah, shortstop. Yeah, great shortstop. Where do you go to college? <laughs> this is Sam's game Georgia that he loves to play with us. <laughs> Creighton. There you go. Creighton. I was Brandon. close. Brandon. What's their mascot? Jays. Jays. Yeah. Correct. All right. It's time to take a break. When we come back, we'll check into the Hotel California, get to know Ryan Gator a little better. Oh, yeah. What a segue. (laughs) The Clueless Joe podcast is brought to you by Tanner Tees, the best batting tees for your baseball or softball player. Made with premium, durable materials and assembled in Sarasota, Florida. Invented by Joe Tanner in 1988 and perfected over 30 years, every Tanner Tee represents the very best in the business. Here at DBAT Nashville, we feature the heavy model in all of our cages and also sell them in our pro shop. It's a tough, professional quality weighted batting tee with a flexible, hand-rolled rubber cone that's perfect for baseball, fast pitch, and slow pitch. This heavy-duty batting tee is designed with a 10-pound, claw-style base for extra stability on any hitting surface. Sturdy enough to stay upright through the occasional mishit. To learn more, go to TannerTees.com or visit your local DBAT. Okay, let's take a deep dive with our boy here, Ryan Gaynor. Hi, guys. Originally from Orange County, California, prepped at Crean, Sam, Crean. Say it, say it. Yeah, I was going to say, just say it, Irvine. Sam. Played Juco ball at nearby Irvine Valley College, where he hit a hard 236 in 69 games over the course of two seasons. We can get into it. With oh, the we'll get into it. <laughs> he then made his way to NAIA ball at Georgetown College in Kentucky, where Go he Gers. hit a really hard 366 in 65 games, two mm. years with the Tigers. On base percentage, 491. Slugging percentage, 522. Dang. Now he's one of our assistant managers Turn me up, and John, baseball yeah. instructors. Specializing in the catching position, Ryan. You could. You welcome could've, to the hot seat. You could have left out the Irvine Valley. Stats, no, but that's no. no. He, he opened. We, 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 we need to get the full effect. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I appreciate. He finished mine with like, yeah, Sam's last year. He was throwing eighty-six. Right, right. No, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm All happy. Right, happy to be here. The perception yeah. of life in Orange County uh-huh. is essentially surfing every morning. 
Mm. Skateboarding every afternoon, mm-hmm. partying every night, um, maybe mixing in some <laughs> baseball every now and then. Everyone's trapped. So, <laughs> what California stereotypes are accurate and which are totally unfair? Now that you're two thousand. Well, I would away. say I would say that there's different groups. So, yes, there's definitely the surfers every morning go out there, high as a kite, and just tear up the waves every single morning. You know, they talk. Shred some gnar. Yeah, they you can. You just get pitted. How, just yeah, get pitted, man, bro. Yeah. Went out there, caught a nice six foot, you know, whatever Ooh, it is. You um, served. I did not. I Honestly, served maybe not, three times. Not shocking. Yeah, I've as far as Orange County stereotypes, I did not fall into any of those really. Um My first guess. Nerd. But I would say yes. The main stereotype is you just go to the beach every single day and enjoy the beach and which is awesome. I mean, I went to the beach a lot. I wasn't a huge beach guy. Um, but realistically, being in between L.A. and San Diego, Orange County is a lot more, I don't want to say conservative because it's not conservative, but as far as the liberal ideals of... Conservative by California standards. Right, right. Um, yeah, being engulfed in L.A. and San Diego for sure gives us a a bad look but yes there is those stereotypes of liberal beach smoke weed and do whatever you want sort of thing yes okay now when we when we first hired you about a year ago you made it abundantly clear abundantly that you were done with california right and all in on nashville so most of your family is here now as well correct They, they, they migrated with you so how do you feel now i feel great um yeah, there was just no way that I was going to be able to be in California. I don't, I don't, I would like to be there. It's a cool vacation spot. I think it's, it's nice for me to go back to every, every year, but there's just no way that you can, from my standards, fresh out of college and getting married pretty, pretty young Congrats. that I, thanks, um, be able to support. I mean, the prices there are just how, how big of a difference are the prices? Well, insane. now, I mean, really, now it's not. It's got to be it's, pretty close now. It's I, it's not close, but I would say for a two bedroom apartment in California, you're looking at about thirty five hundred. Oh my god! Yeah, and not here, a lot of that's in California. That is not close. Not a lot. Not, of yeah, real estate out there is Jesus. is tough. Um, that's what it is in the Gulch. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, well, it's it's true. I mean, Nashville prices has for have for sure gone up, but yeah, there was just no way that that was happening. But I love it out here. I, I mean, we're going on year two of being out here, and it's, Brian's not in the Gulch, by the way. He, he's right in the middle not. of no, Tennessee no. flyover. No, I, you Brian's know, in Chattanooga. Well, so you know, <laughs> me and me and the wife did the downtown thing for a year, and then moved out of the city, and so now we're you, enjoying. Was that when you worked at the Saucer, the Flying Saucer. That's correct. Yeah. R.I.P. Bar, bar yeah. just off Broadway. That was wow. that was R. a R. time for really? sure. Really? Not even I knew that. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm not a Broadway guy, as you know, but. Okay. Yeah, it's it was, was like a tap house and it was it was fun, but I had to I had to get out of the city and there's just no way I was dealing with it anymore. So that's what I say every day. <laughs> and here you are. <laughs> All right, based on some of the conversations we've had on this show, mm-hmm. you are one of the best players in Crane Luthan history. Of course I'm not talking about baseball. I'm talking about soccer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You were apparently a goal-scoring machine. Yeah. And uh, maybe the U.S. men's national team could have used you on the pitch about a month ago and yeah. could have done better 100%. than the World Cup. Um, was there any, any conversation 
ever any conversations, what I'm trying to say, about instead of playing baseball in college, playing soccer in college. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for right. sure. There was, oh, yeah, there was local schools that wanted me, Chapman, uh, Azusa Pacific. Yeah, let's, let's talk Ooh. offers here. Yeah. Chapman, Azusa Pacific, they kind of offered me what, not a levels? ton of money, but what? What level? Uh, D2 programs. Uh, Chapman was D3. Azusa okay. Pacific's good, though. But the, like thing everything. Of, the thing about soccer is it's so different um, from like baseball divisions and everything like that. Like you can still be in great competition yeah. in those lower divisions and you'll still get plenty of looks from, are these full rides at these places? Not full rides. No, but I definitely, I got offered. And even when I went to Irvine Valley after struggling in the fall of my first fall at Irvine Valley, their soccer team is pretty good. And the soccer coach came up to me and was like, Hey, I saw, <laughs> saw you really sucking it up on the baseball field. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I mean, if you want to, if you want to talk about soccer, we can talk about next year, and you just wouldn't be able to play baseball. And so it was a, it was definitely a decision that I had to make. Yeah, but well, I saw. Go ahead. What What did you not like about soccer since you were well, good to well, cause you to do that? I I just saw soccer as more of a hobby that. I enjoy doing at? Yeah, it really it, it was it <laughs> was interesting. Most people like yeah. their hobbies are like yo-yoing. Like, you're gonna <laughs> yo-yoing. You're not yeah. going to college for that. I, I had a lot of fun doing it, but I just I didn't want to do it for a long time. It was just something that I enjoyed doing in my in my free time and then baseball was something that I paid more attention to when I had the time. I would just go out to the soccer field to practice and play a game where baseball I was going to the batting cages. But what if you could have made it in soccer? Yeah, Sam. I I know. Wow. Yeah. The things we think about. Yeah. Right. I the mean, what ifs. Well, that's like there it, is what ifs to it for there's sure. Been a lot of people that said Anthony Rendon hates baseball, but he just has continued it because he's so good. Yeah. I mean, I think there's money. a lot of guys in the bigs like that. Maybe not a lot, but there's certainly some. Yeah. The NBA has some. The NFL absolutely yeah. has some. I would say, in a sense, I was maybe a little burnt out of soccer. It's a lot. I mean, Is yeah, it? it's a lot of running. It's a lot. It's a lot of running. That leads me to my next question. Uh, soccer, one of the important aspects of soccer is the what we like to call running. Uh-huh. What's that? You are not what you have ever described as right. fast. Oh, yeah. Far from it. So... Give, John. Me the, give me this scouting. John, how do you, how do you score scared. without being fast? Are you just like a Christian? Whoa. Are you, like a, are you Christian? Are you like yes. a Cristiano <laughs> Ronaldo who just stands in the box and just gets a little tap in? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. So I I was a defender pretty much my whole life just based on my stature. Um, and then, but do you think about a soccer field? There's not a lot of kids that are above six feet playing soccer. So being Those six, being crazy, six three at the, t- you know, six two, six three, I was able to. Head a lot. I was about to say a lot of headers off the corner. A lot, a lot, a lot of headers. I mean, just LeBron James out there, right? Yeah, (laughs) just I mean, it was way over people just putting things. Never mind. Um, (laughs) Oh, I was really waiting to see you go. Yeah, yeah, and I had to, I had to stop myself. But it was a, it was definitely an advantage being tall, and I think that's what led to a lot of my goals was being able to head balls in that were just put into the box. Yes. Okay, but baseball obviously became the path. And if you strictly look at the numbers that we talked about a little earlier uh, in the intro here, you were, sorry. That's okay. A mediocre Juco player. Very much so, yeah. And then you get to the NAI level, and you're a monster. I mean, you're like a 1,000-plus OPS guy in your career. So was it struggling at Irvine Valley? Was it coming into your own at Georgetown? Just just tell me how the journey worked out for you. Uh, at Irvine Valley, 
I will. I'm not a huge excuse guy, but the coaches were a major, major issue there and still are. I mean, you could talk to pretty much anybody that goes through that's that school. That's not a bad and, excuse, too, because I, I mean, that's. Hey, they, we've when all I, played for bad coaches yeah. at some point. Right. I mean, when I got there, I was, I was pretty decent in high school, and then I just went to JUCO because I didn't get great offers. And it, they changed a lot of my swing. They spread me out. I was no stride. It was just, I, I wasn't comfortable ever there as if I was catching and there was one ball that I didn't frame, right. I was coming back into the dugout after the half inning and just hearing about it. So I was always playing on edge there and it was something that weighed on me a lot. I felt a lot of pressure being back there. I mean, it was, I clearly did well enough. I beat out a you know Long Beach State commit that was going that I'd already committed who was catching. So I did okay enough to get that spot. And then when season came around, it's like they just like flipped and I wasn't doing anything right. Um, and so when I got to Georgetown, which was awesome because I did deal with injuries in JUCO and nobody really wanted me. When I got to Georgetown, the coaching staff actually just let me do me it's amazing how that works and you know i was able to go back to my original swing and yes i was not catching nearly as much i caught very little at georgetown and played first base um which was huge because i did think that catching was taking a lot of or was taking a big toll on my body um so going to first base was awesome and it was just i mean i really will say that the coaching was the biggest factor Irvine Valley that I was not playing well because I mean, yeah, the numbers speak for themselves and a lot of it does have to do with the coaching. Yes. So is that Sam Cruz still there? Back in um, the head coach. Yes. The assistant coach, the catching slash hitting slash assistant coach is not anymore. the guy who wrecked you. It's not, not there anymore. Right. So, yeah. what was, so kids don't go there. It's, listen, <laughs> go to college. Junior college, go to school. Junior college offer. baseball in California is awesome. Yes, I mean the competition is has to be insane, and I think so, part of that does play into my numbers. Yes, I was facing really, really good competition. I lo- I always love suggesting JUCO to a lot of kids that aren't getting a lot of money straight out of high school. I think JUCO is a great route. No, I am not going to suggest Irvine Valley. Okay, to would them. you? I'm not going to. So you'd say the competition was better in your area of JUCO, like your conference, than Georgetown? I would say I would say pretty similar. Pretty similar? I would say I think that JUCO and NAIA, since they're a part of or different from the NCAA, you get the same sort of things. You get the guys that, you know, flunk out of their D ones or fail multiple drug tests in their D1s, and they either have a decision to go to the NAIA or JUCO. Um, I would say it's about the same, maybe a little bit better in California, just because it's yeah, California baseball. Right. So are you a drug guy or a bad grades guy? John. <laughs> Wait, what did you hit in high school? Uh, my senior year, I hit 472, Ooh. I think. It's a good clip. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than what I hit in high school. <laughs> well, not yeah. I much, And but. I mean, I went to a small you know small christian high school so i didn't get a ton of so i didn't get a ton of (laughs) (laughs) i didn't get a ton of looks out of there other than we had a pitcher that was getting scouted 
by Ivy League schools, and you know my grades weren't weren't good enough to go to an Ivy League school. So, um, no, I was not a drug guy or bad grade bad grades guy. I just went to JUCO. And well, to then, quote Judge Smales from Caddyshack, there are more important things than grades. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to present day here. Um, uh, your main area of expertise on site here is to work with the young catchers, the baseball boys, and even some mm-hmm. of the, the softball girls. So mm-hmm. I play some catcher, as you know, and uh, I'm a pretty old school guy. And Yes, you are. You're definitely more of a new school guy. <laughs> I'm in the traditional crouch, and you're a one-knee-down kind of guy. That's fine. Um, but is, it, is it fine? It is fine. Are you sure? Are you just saying that for I'm listeners? I'm positive it's fine. You give, me, you give me a lot That's of grief. True. That's true. A lot of grief. But how has the position evolved the last generation or so in your eyes? It's evolved a lot. I mean, even from, let's say, me in high school, I didn't even know about one knee down until I went to college. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can put my left knee on the ground and get underneath the baseball. So it's evolved a ton. I mean, a lot of catching instructors now, like across the nation, are strictly teaching one knee down. You block block from the one knee down. You throw from the one knee down. It's just it really has changed a lot, and I think – from my perspective, people are gaining a lot more trust with catchers on calling a game and not relying so much on the coach unless your coach just thinks that he's the bomb. But realistically, catchers should be should be making that call, I feel like, in my head. Totally agree. Well, um, yeah, it doesn't even matter if they can frame now anymore. So, Well, yeah, I mean, this automatic strike zone's coming in. And <laughs> so brutal. So brutal, dude. Uh, we don't gosh. have to. Right, don't get me don't, don't get me started on this. <laughs> I'm Let's trying think. to contain this my is, ear-to-ear this grin is, right now. This is, a good, this is a good conversation. and We've had it. We've had yes. it. We have. Um, I do think that it's catching has come a long way, and it is unfortunate that it's probably going to get tossed to the side in a sense of framing and – all that jazz. I will so, say that yeah, the 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 frames that we see in the big leagues these days are sweet. They look so they're so clean. They're awesome, and they're I think so clean. And now. I really do think a lot of that has to do with I can put my knee down, yeah. and I can get underneath the baseball in order to bring it up. And you know, more comfortable, way more comfortable, way more. It's I mean, definitely very different than when I was taught as a kid. There, right. there, there was none of this, you know, thumb at six and then right. snap it at three. There was none of that right. stuff. It was all about keeping your glove as oh, yeah. quiet as possible. Now guys basically have their gloves in the dirt when the pitch is being delivered. Right. Totally different. And I mean, I think that depending on the age, I still teach a squat because you have to, I, I, you have to be able to squat as a catcher and have a good comfortable squat for, you know, secondary stances or whatever that may be. Um, I... I think that one knee down is coming a long way and it's going to continue to come a long way. But I don't know if I can teach a eight or nine year old that's just getting into coach pitch mm-hmm. to go one knee down. And I think you need, I need to get that baseline with the young, with the young kids. And then once we get a little older, we can start working uh, the one knee down and getting a little bit more comfortable with it. Okay. From a, from a macro sense here, we've always been taught that, the plus defenders are more valuable to catcher than the plus hitters right. at every level. Right. You know, Yadier Molina's glove has more value overall to a team's success yeah. than Mike Piazza's bat. Yeah. Rarely do you get a plus defender who's also a plus hitter, like yeah. uh, Yvonne Rodriguez or even a, a Johnny Bench, who's always been the gold standard. Um, do you believe that adage is as true today as it was a generation ago? I would say so, yeah. I think that a catcher is a catcher first before a hitter. I mean, you have to. You're running. You're running the show back there. 
you know, you see everybody out in front of you. The leadership standpoint from a defensive side is much more important than hitting. That's what your that's what your first baseman, your third baseman, you know, that's what they're there for is to hit and obviously make plays as well. But um, I think you need to be a good catcher before a good hitter, and I think that's true to this day than it was back then. You know, like with the Mike Sosha names you were saying. Unless you're Salvador Perez, right? I mean, if you can be, pl- if you can wait. be, if you can be plus couldn't at both, then no, he's 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 awful at. I think he's awful at framing pitches. He does not help. He's the definitely out he's definitely towards all. the well, bottom of the list. Yes, just getting intel from the Royals. Yeah, there are certain was, pitchers that he tries harder for. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing with Yachty, sense. though. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the like, pitchers. I saw, I saw I mean, a Did clip you, just you, of, yeah. Salvador Sounds like just, a very thinly veiled Brad Keller reference. Yep. But, but yeah, that's what I, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I feel well, like. Well, he's saying with, with, uh, with. Oh, with James. With James, yeah. With James yeah, Nail, he was saying, time. yeah, that Yachty just didn't care at all framing his pitches. But when care, Wainwright. He didn't care about framing them or like, the locate. Because like, yeah, you know, the pitch com, you put yeah. like sinker low in, and yeah. he would just put sinker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James is going off of this because that's their hot and cold zone. The catchers know, but yeah. then it's like he's just set up right down the middle. Yeah. You don't really know where it's supposed to go. Yeah. Throw it and 100%. Just crushed. Yeah. You know who could be a great catcher? Aaron Judge. Right, Zach? What? <laughs> Come on. That, that's a little out. I just assumed well, you're going to bring him into this conversation. No, yeah, no. somehow you probably pull him I'm in. Say, yeah. No, I'm saying. I brought Salvador Perez up because he's not a solid defender. And he's like, he's one of the few solid, or one of the few bad, I'm going to say bad, but subpar, bad. subpar defensive defender, catchers. But he can but rate. Can but he can rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's a guy who, yeah, I would take for his bat. Plus, he's, his, he's the perfect clubhouse guy. All those things. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Salvador gets the job done behind the plate. Let's, <laughs> yes. I mean, right. Well, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. He's not, for about 57 games, he does. Yeah, I mean, he's. Yeah, it's yeah, not true. like he's. It's not like he's clunking every fifth ball. You know, I mean, he he does enough catching wise, but I do think it's definitely important to to be a catcher before before you can be a hitter. Okay. Do you think, well, real quick, do you think it's if they if they do go to the Automated strike zone. When they go to the automated strike zone. If and when it's they go. Going to oh, it's when. It's it going are to happen. They, are they going to just go? You think they'll get, just go heavy offensively? 100%. Why would they not? I'm, I'm just. Well, you yeah. still got to throw guys out. Yeah. Yeah, but I could, I could, could pretty much point, stand in the, the air. It's the guys who yeah, can hit. True. It's the guys who can throw. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, there's no. If it's a two strike count, I don't have to frame the pitch to get the cold third strike and then try to throw the guy out as true. well. I mean,. He can just line up a little bit off the plate and, you know, stand up pretty tall and be able to throw him out. It's just, it's just ridiculous. So the, game, the game is just ruined. So <laughs> and then you can challenge pitches. This man, I mean, it's so much fun to frame pitches. It really is. It is the most fun thing to do, in my opinion, there as is a catcher. A certain satisfaction for stealing a ball off the plate. No it, question. It, the joy that a Brings your coach, your pitcher, you. I mean, the umpire maybe not so much when he sees you framing pitches, but it, it, it's Sam, right? Yeah. I mean, it's so great no, when a catcher dirty can turn the hitter. It's so great when a catcher can turn a ball into a strike, and just to build that relationship with with a pitcher is so important, and it's just going to be gone. So it's basically like you throw into Ryan, and then you throw into John. In what way? 
Brady pitches. Oh, shots. I didn't know where you were going with that. Brady pitches. Oh, man. He's, he's saying that I'm substantially better than I'm you. I'm aware. I'm aware of what <laughs> Maybe he's because saying. I put my knee down. Yes, maybe. But, but my lack of quality <laughs> framing skills at age 48 are, are much more digestible with ink on the paychecks. Am I correct? I, yeah. wish, we, I wish we had a video <laughs> yeah, because I'm correct. showing how John frames the low pitch, and correct. it is. I just hysterical. I do love it. But I love that you'll you'll stick one of the ankles and you're like, what do you got? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I've done 130 pitches. I think that's there. Uh, okay. Good times. Good Enough times. about me and my in the rearview mirror baseball skills. Let, let's switch over to RG's personal life a little bit, if that's okay. Okay, sure. Um, 24 years old, but you became a father a few months ago. Yeah. I was almost 39, by the way, by comparison's sake. So family-wise, you know, I'm in the oven, you're in the microwave. Yeah. Um, but aside from no longer sleeping, but remaining remarkably spry while you're here, right. just exactly how much has life changed for you? Man, it's crazy. It's so cool. Uh, yeah, I got I got little Jackson at home. He's, he's three months. Um, I definitely have the easier side of it, for sure. I love my wife, and she does a great job with him. Shout out page. Shout out page. It's, it is crazy. I mean, I'm really looking forward to the upcoming months now that he's starting to get a little bit more vigilant and start to track things and, and all that jazz. Um, When's he going to get a job? We got to get him in for a lesson here. (laughs) Let's get the first rollover first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Life is so much different. It really is. Um, it's crazy to look and see a little mini you running around and, oh my gosh, I have this responsibility and finding a babysitter when you want to go out and mm-hmm. bringing him with you with all of his toys to make sure he's entertained. And I mean, it just adds a whole nother element to car seat, stroller, yeah, diaper bag. I mean, this I mean, goes on and on. If the plan, if the plan is for us to meet you at three, you better expect us at three fifteen, three thirty. It's just the way that it goes. I mean, <laughs> that's not too bad. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, the plan is to meet me at three. Expect to see me about six. <laughs> Um, You'll get a you still there. Well, it, for for being a pretty punctual person, as I am, it's it's definitely been a a switch in my life mm-hmm. that you got to account for a whole lot more. But I mean, what a what a huge blessing he's been in my life, and it's it's pretty cool. Well, you know how I am with the anecdotes. Um, I had a moment when Conrad was four days old, so it was January sixth, twenty fourteen. Florida State is playing in the national championship game. It's pertinent because uh, uh, Georgia just rolled TCU the other day. Sorry about it. Well done, Sam. Um, <laughs> just crushed Florida State's dogs. playing Auburn in the national title game. Jameis Winston hits Kelvin Benjamin for the game-winning touchdown pass. 13 seconds left. That happened right about midnight. Mm-hmm. I'm watching in my living room. And when that pass was completed, I didn't jump. I didn't mm-hmm. scream. I didn't shout. I didn't run up and down the neighborhood mm-hmm. like I might have mm-hmm. a year or two earlier. I remember silently standing up off the couch and just slow motion fist pumping mm-hmm. because Conrad was asleep in his crib in the mm. very next room. Yeah. And I'll remember every, <laughs> every part of that moment. Oh, yeah. And that was just an aha moment wow, life is different now. Oh, yeah. Have you had a similar aha moment? I have. I mean, I don't root for good teams, so this is not from a sporting That's perspective. Just sweating out bets, you know, late, <laughs> yeah. late at night. <laughs> Watching USC lose. I'm not looking lane. for a fan duel. Well, yeah, so 
probably the biggest one was when Caleb Williams won the Heisman. Um, yeah, he deserved that. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we were, yeah, I was just sitting at home watching the Heisman ceremony, and I really didn't think that he was going to win it. And he was asleep in my arms, and Caleb Williams, they announced his name, and I let out a big, let's go. Like It, it was pretty loud. Woke up my wife and... <laughs> and Jackson and then he started crying and I'm like man I can't really do that anymore or from a video game perspective I had a good one that yeah. I kind of raged a little bit on the video game yeah. might have let out a slur and I got yelled at by my wife because I woke up the baby yeah so I'm still adjusting <laughs> let's yeah. say I'm definitely still adjusting to, to that lifestyle It'll happen. you're like, 20, happen. You're like 22 work. years old you got time yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got time did it young Okay, let's play nine innings. Uh, we play this game with all of our guests. Man, this is going to be fun that I'm doing it. Yes. This is cool. Yeah, we already know a lot I always, of the answers. Yeah, I always think about all let's, these let's answers. Pontificate. Okay, cool. Nine questions, nine very different answers. Um, we know the answer to this one, but we'll ask it anyway. Your favorite team as a kid. Unfortunately, still your favorite team now, but... Go Halos. Go Halos. <laughs> yeah. Favorite player as a kid? Probably. Mm, not so much a kid i mean i like really like buster posey yes you've always been a posey guy i was gonna um, say garrett anderson shout out florida state david Eckley. i like john lackey too Ooh, like as a guy's as a, a young dog, guy's a dog yeah he's a dog. the king of yeah. yelling to not get taken out and then just give up a bomb the next pitch. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would say as a kid kid weaver or lackey okay yeah jared weaver john lackey yeah i got you troy percival a little too young for me. Oh yeah, you weren't born. A little yet. too young. You're too I was young for Troy Percival. I was four when he won what? the World Series. <laughs> You're Third four. inning, favorite baseball movie. We've talked movies a lot on the show. Yeah, we have. I don't know if we've locked in on your all time. Major League. Oh, good call. Or Sandlot. Really Depending on how I'm feeling. Ah man, no Sandlot, Sandlot, no. Sandlot. Yeah, Sandlot. If I was to yeah, sit thank down, thank you for not saying angels in the outfield. If I was, to, yeah. right, that's a good if I movie. was to sit down and turn on a baseball movie, it would be The Sandlot. Okay, good answer. Fourth inning, best sound at the ballpark. That's got to be the pop of the catcher's mitt. Has to be. Has to be. Has to be. Nothing better. Whether, whether it's well framed or not. Whether it's yeah, I mean you you you're making an eighty two mile an hour fastball sound like ninety five. <laughs> it's there's nothing better, right, Sam? 86 is 96. <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> <love>. <laughs> you never know. Fifth inning, best smell at the ballpark. The freshly I can't talk grass. intelligently about <laughs> food at an Angels game. I don't know if there's something they're known for, or nah. if it's good, or if it's There's a, a really good Panda Express in left field. You and your Panda Express. <laughs> best smell uh, at the ballpark. Um, I'll say... I'll say the freshly cut grass. Yeah. Yeah. I played I didn't I played on fields that they mowed the grass, you know, right before the game. So it was a good smell That's to walk up nice. to. It's a, a little di- little different than food. I think every guest has pretty much been food. Most everyone. <laughs> Seventh inning. Tell me about a game when you were the hero. At any level. Uh well, uh, at IVC. I think there's a walk off grand slam in your career. Not a grand slam, but there was a there was a walk off home run. Um this was after being hurt for a good portion of the year. I came back. We weren't making the playoffs, so it wasn't really crazy, but it was the last series, and 
I came in late in the ninth inning just to pinch hit. I got a two-run double to tie it up, roll around to the 11th, first pitch of the 11th inning, I hit out for a walk-off, and that was really, really cool. Very nice. To, to solidify my, my great career and fun that I had at IVC. I always love the intricate details we remember about these things, so... Tell me the pitch you hit. Tell me the bat you were using. Give me the dirty details. I yeah, so stuff. I was using a 5150. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out Rawlings. Correct. It was, like I said, it was the first pitch of the 11th. In the 9th, I worked a 3-2 count, and it was the, and he threw me a 3-2 slider. He was like a sidearm guy. Didn't throw super hard, but he was crafty. You love a 3-2 slider. I just love sliders yes, in general. Yes, you do. I don't know what, the, what like it is about them. cutters, too. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that spins into my barrel or yeah, into my barrel is pretty nice. Slider spin bat. Um, three two, he threw me a slider and I hit a double down the left field line. Kind of a butt out swing, but I wasn't a great swing, so I came it's a up in the book. Yeah, so I came up in the eleventh and I was like, I think this guy might throw me another slider just to like just to get ahead. And sure enough he threw me a slider and it's not easy to get a ball out of that ballpark, so I hit it pretty hard, and it was it was something that I'll remember just running around the bases and you know guys jumping up and down as I was coming to home plate. It was cool. It was a cool moment for sure. Flip side, yeah. Eighth inning. Tell me about a game when you were the goat. When I was the goat. Um, at IVC. We've all got him. There's no shame. <laughs> at IVC, my freshman year. Uh, ninth inning, leadoff guy gets on. He tries to steal second base. He just stole second base on me. You know, it was a bang-bang play, but he was safe for sure. Next pitch, he just was like, let's steal third as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I threw it down the left field line, and they walked off. On, That's a tough on, one. That on my tough. throwing air. That's a tough one. Yeah, it was. And, I mean, as I said about the coaches, it, yeah, was, that was their, it was it was their fault. No, 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 no. It was just footwork, It Sam. was just not it was not fun after the game, let's just say with with the coaching staff there. I, I heard a lot about it. But yeah, that that one hurt. I'm sure there's a couple more. We always we all have a bunch, but that was that's one that's fresh. Okay. Ninth inning, let's get existential here. If it worked for the Soccer. game of baseball. No, just kidding. Yeah, you've got the US Men's <laughs> yeah. National team. Um if it worked for the game of baseball. If it weren't for the game of baseball, I wouldn't be here. I probably, yes, would have played soccer. Um, I don't know what would have happened in my soccer career. I I did. I was kind of a theater kid, like, Ugh, and I liked wow. and I liked movies. I and, can see you on Broadway. And I not the Broadway I did, here. I, I, <laughs> the other Broadway. And I did. I enjoyed acting in a sense. So I know Sam's answer was Beautiful. was also acting. Beautiful. It would have been maybe something that I tried if sports just got ruled out. We could have been out. in a movie together. I know. Could Star, have been Wars, in, Star Wars, We maybe. could have been in Scream 12, oh, maybe. Yeah. What a dream. Um, what a dream. So I'll say soccer would have been, if soccer didn't work out, then acting. But I'm happy that I, I really am happy that I chose baseball. I met a lot of people. And Jackson's name would have been Cristiano or Lionel. Right. right. I see. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I'm I owe a lot to baseball and it brought me here and now I get to get to teach it to to the younger generation. So 
But Ryan, I'm not just saying this. You mean a lot to hear as well. And we love having love you on you staff. You do a fantastic job. And love believe it or not, folks, the podcast idea was originally Thank you our so over here. Thank oh, you yes. so much yeah. for yeah. saying Shout that. Out, right. I mean, I'm the straw that stirs the drink, but yeah. yeah. Well, You're a brainchild. Yeah, well I am. Done. Thank Strong. you so much. Well done. But I'm putting I'm putting my degree to to good use you here are, by the you podcast. Are, dude. You are, you are, Dude, dozens and dozens of listeners out there. It's fantastic. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Archie. Love you guys. Love you. The Clueless Joe podcast is brought to you by Pro Nine Sports, committed to providing high quality precision baseball and softball products to help players perform their best on the field. A family-owned and operated business since 2001, offering a wide range of products including game and practice balls, protective gear, team and player bags, umpire equipment, and much more. Here at the Nashville location, we use private label D-Bat baseballs and softballs produced by Pro9 in our pitching machines and lesson buckets. These balls are durable, long-lasting, and made with quality materials to replicate your game experience. Pro9 equipment is made to precise specifications and designed to provide a better way to play. To learn more, go to pro9.com or visit your local DBAT. Okay, we're back for three up and three down. Three questions. Fellas don't know what's coming. They have to answer on the fly. Question number one, who is the most underrated player in baseball? Sam, start with you. Ooh. Start with me, most underrated player in baseball. Oh, man. That's real. I like. I always want to lean towards a pitcher. I feel like there's so many pitchers that are. Man, this is underrated. This is a good question. That is. Yeah, yeah that is. Really You're welcome. Good. Yeah. <laughs> this, you, you had wow. to realize we were gonna have to think about this, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. That's what makes it. There's fun. gonna be some silence here, folks. Sure. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you want to know who I, I? I feel like he does get talked about, but Jake Cronworth. I feel like he's. Yeah. I feel like he's pretty underrated. He usually he puts up. 300 numbers. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's an all-star. Yeah. I mean, he plays five different positions. Now he's only But he's not play. a known name. No, I mean, necessarily. I he, think was that's like a good a, he was like a fifth or sixth round draft pick what, out of Michigan. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's a pretty good one. And no one, yeah. I feel like no one really that talks about him. He's, he's an all-star. That's a good one. Well, there's some, there's some pretty bright stars in the lineup he's in. Oh, yeah. That which point. has something to do with it. <laughs> Machado. Yeah. Montes. I think that's a good answer. Oh man! Nice, mm-hmm. Sam. Good, dude, Let's Sam, go, su- Sam. Super good poll. Oh, thank you for picking yeah. me first. Super good poll. Zach, stop scrolling and googling, and who's your I, answer? I, Aaron Judge. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's doing the same thing. I already know it. No, um, I'm, I'm actually not, but I am pondering. Honestly, I actually like. I like this one. Hey, I don't, I don't think he's underrated, but I think he will be really good. I think it's gonna be good too. Answer uh, the question. <laughs> I like uh, I like Cedric Mullins with the Orioles. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How much do you like him, Zach? I, I, well, no, he is. Uh, he is. He's. He's. I think he's underrated. I think uh, good player. Yeah. Is he really also like? Is he underrated though? He was underrated. I feel like he's not anymore. I feel like he's a pretty well known guy. That run, yeah. He hits for power. Steals now. a bunch of bags. Why didn't he hit thirty bombs? Two years ago, not this yeah. past but yeah, year. Yeah, I feel like people, people, I mean, people don't talk about him a lot. Plays a pretty strong center field. You guys need to keep talking because I'm still pondering. So, <laughs> okay, Jared Walsh. Uh, I can go. Well, and that's I what I. Okay, Sergio so Walsh I would. Pull too. I do. I should have said Ryan Mountcastle. Ryan, who you got? Well, Sam just said it, but really on the tip of my tongue was Jared Walsh. Okay. Well, I mean, I know he's an Angels player. He's good. He is good. Yeah. He's the guy that I he's really good. Pujols out for. I think that's a good answer. Yeah, I mean. He, 
I know he's a little – he gets on a hot streak and then he can kind of die down. He plays outfield, first base. He also throws 94 off the bump. Yeah. He's got like 15 big yeah. innings. Yeah. He's he's impressive and he's he's fun to watch. So Okay. I'll go with Jared Walsh. Sorry. I know Sam already said it and it looks like I'm taking – no, no, I think that's a good that's, answer. No, yeah, that's, that's, good. that's really good. For sure. how unprepared you were, I think all three gave you good answers. <laughs> Come on, brother. I'm going to go with Jose Abreu. I still think he's underappreciated. Brother. I still think he's <laughs> underrated. John, how do you think he's underrated? I know he did win the COVID-shortened American League MVP, but I still don't think the average baseball fan realizes. Just got a ton how- of money. He did. And he's on, he's on the best team. team. <laughs> yeah. White Sox let him walk. I think he signed a three-year deal with Houston. They but, let him walk because they don't have the money to give him because he's a superstar. But he's he's unbelievably predictable and productive in the batter's box. He's underrated at first base. I can't tell you how many balls he's picked from Tim Anderson, uh, thrown over from shortstop. And he is an amazing clubhouse guy. I, he's going to be sensational in that Astros line. I, I mean, he's an all-star. Don't get me wrong. He's a great player. How many times has he been an all-star? Let's just do that one first. Not as many as you think. What, three? Well, I, don't, I don't think anything. I don't three years? Two, three years? Maybe twice. Yeah. Maybe. I'd have to look it up. But, it up. but I think, you know, in the, in the universe of baseball slugging first baseman superstars, I don't think he gets a lot of love, comparatively speaking. You know, I think Freddie Freeman's pretty underrated. Totally. Freddie Freeman is not totally. underrated. <laughs> He's not underrated. Mookie Betts, super <laughs> yeah. underrated. John, I would have I gone with Tim Anderson before I would have gone with Jose Abreu. That honestly, is, that, that's honestly, an interesting yeah. point. Tim Anderson is probably on my overrated list, to be honest. I agree with He's that He's a three-time well. All-Star. Three-time. Okay. In what, six years? Okay. In... I'm pretty sure the year he won Technically, MVP was wow, not Wow, he started in 2014. Mm-hmm. But his numbers are just pretty He was an All-Star his rookie year, and then 18 and 19. So 14, 18, and 19. And you can go ahead and throw in four because there wasn't an all-star game in 2020. Yeah. Dang, he brought in 317 his his rookie year. Yes. Yeah. He's been a high average guy, much more so than people realize. So you think just people don't talk about him enough? I don't think he's talked about on the superstar level. I don't. But I don't. I don't. Yeah, but when I I kind of goes back to Cedric Mullins, it's probably because of the team they're on. But when I look at – underrated and over like underrated i think jake cronenworth makes the team go without people even knowing it yeah. jose abreu doesn't like he's just there he's a superstar yeah yeah i think he I, is yeah. a superstar. what about a pitcher none of it none of us said a, a pitcher oh what's, what's an under who's an underrated i mean but here, so if like if Brad we're going Kelly. well if we're going off what he's saying max freed is no one talks yeah. about max freed yeah. i think that's a good answer yeah. yeah yeah but i think he's a superstar he's an all-star is yeah. he won the one the mvp or not Matt, no, he's oh. he's been like a Cy Young finalist for like four years, which I don't think it makes you underrated. Old Glover, though, right? He's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a stud with the glove. It's really hard to field a butt and throw it at first. I'm not kidding. All right. As question number too. two. Pretty obvious this is coming. The most overrated player in baseball. Ryan, I'm going to start with you this time. Yeah. You don't get as much time to cook. Ah, I got Most mine. overrated got player. Probably. Mm, say it. Fernando Tatis. Okay. okay. That's, that's, that, was my, that was my one or two with it, which, whatever you weren't going to say, I was going to go. I don't really now, understand. Now, the last the time we saw him truly healthy, he was arguably the best player in all of baseball. But you qualify him as overrated. I think he's a pretty good hitter. He's not very good on defense. He's not very good at shortstop. Liability. I agree. I mean, injury wise. I think he's going to be an outfielder in his career. Can't lay off the ringworm cream. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I just. 
I look at him and everybody really, really likes him, and I just don't think he's done anything outstanding. He was a good player, a really good player, but I don't think when he comes we back, seen him I, play. Mean, I should have said Carlos Correa. If he hits twenty-five home runs in eighty games. <laughs> we haven't seen him play in a year and a half. What was your question, John? Sorry, I'm saying if he comes back from this suspension and he hits twenty-five home runs in eighty games, would you be this, the least bit surprised? I wouldn't. Yes, I would be. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I don't think he's going to be. He's so talented. He's. I mean, he's just a. I don't know. Not with the glove. Not with the glove. I struck him out. Oh, <laughs> Why? Where were all these names when I we told talked you, last yeah. week? I told you that as soon as we were done last week, I was like, well, I really botched that as I struck out Tatis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Did you give us an answer, Zach? Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Shohei Otani. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Dude. I'm kidding. I was about to lose it. <laughs> no. Uh, I was going to go with Tatis, but Juan Soto. Uh, yeah, I, I am too. They they dude, hype him Juan up Soto. so much, dude. Juan Soto is he had that good rookie that year. Good. I mean, yes, he's a he's a good player, but he is not. Hold on. He was slightly he's he's not Bryce Harper. Last, career, before career last year, he was essentially. He's had a good Williams. year every year, but last year when he, was he, was when he got traded and Williams. got a big big he, he was, deal, or whatever. He was bad with the Nationals last year too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was hitting like 250. And when he moved over to the Padres, he didn't do much more. No. He really wasn't great. They, career batting average, 287. Career on base? 424. Sounds about right. Average is just, I mean, well, uh, that's huge what I'm saying. power. One, 125 home runs and 617 games. And he's still, what, 24 years old? Yeah, he was playing at 19. The only time yeah. I, the only time. Zach, I like I, I, I no, like I know, your I know, I know. I'm just saying the only time they make a big deal is when he does this stupid ball take. Yeah, that's shimmy at the. Dude, it's, a, it's a little showy. And then the, and the MLB, all the social media stuff just goes crazy, and I'm like, dude, as a probably pit, as because a, he's Ted Williams. He's not. Mm. <laughs> he's way <laughs> better than Ted Williams. <laughs> he's really good. Juan Soto. Yeah. I, I, don't I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's as good as All right. the people think he is. Hey, your dime, your dance floor. They, I mean, right. they, yeah, they, really, yeah, they really hyped him up and gave him a lot of money, and I think that was just a terrible contract. Mm-hmm. Sam, who do you have? Oh, Chris Bryant. I think that's a very For good sure. answer. Now, yeah. That's For a sure. very good answer. It's not, it's, even mean, when even he was an World all-star, Series? He was an all-star last year, and he hit 260. Yeah. Well, he was an all-star last year? Yeah, he was. He was really good. When Who else you He was really good. He was World Series teams. Okay, how long ago was that? How was yeah, but I don't think seriously. Years I think ago. he's kind of fallen into the Evan Longoria category where they're like he. Yeah, but he's way younger. Evan Longoria at this age was raking. But is everybody really like overrating him? I think for the money he's making and how people look at him still as like a superstar is definitely. I don't. I don't. I guess I don't see him as a superstar. Yeah, but no. you, you know why? But did you see him as a superstar like a couple years ago? Uh, when he was with the when he when he was with the Cubs, yes. When he left, probably not. But even then, outside of his like his MVP year was like that would have been like the fourth best hitter in the big leagues this year. Dang. When he's with the Cubs, I think he is well deserved of all this hype you for mean, sure. But yeah, no, I don't. Uh, nowadays, no, I, I don't. Mean, but he didn't. I don't he leading into his contract didn't do anything. No, he didn't. Nope. 
In 2021, his he last year, 265 and was an all star. Yeah. With 25 that's bombs. That's crazy. Yeah. And 73 RBIs. Yeah, that's not good. That is, yeah. That, that is not all star. That's no. for sure. No. Wow. Not that ballpark. I didn't know he he's was like still the, getting that much dude, respect. Like, dude, he's like, uh, yeah. He's I didn't like know the that Derek either. Carr of the MLB. Yeah. I, I, th- I honestly I thought he got injured and everybody kind of forgot about him. But yeah. That's, that's crazy that's, that's how, that he was an all star in 2021. My choice is also off that 2016 Chicago Cubs team. Kyle Schwarber. Hobby bias. Oh, that's, oh that's yeah. Easy. That's Hobby easy. Bias. That's, a, that's low hanging fruit I, there. I thought about that one, but I, I was mean, like, people know he sucks. He's, he's yeah. still viewed as some superstar. Yeah. And if you hit, I mean, he makes amazing plays with the glove, but if you hit one right to him, you don't know where he's going to throw it. Um, you can't trust him to play shortstop every day, truly at an elite level. Yes, he'll make a lot of highlight reels. Yes, he'll hit some amazing home runs, but. He is the classic example of a guy who's going to hit a 450-foot bomb when his team's already up 6-1 to one in the eighth <laughs> inning. But when he comes up in a tough situation and you need a knock, you throw him fastballs in, you throw him sliders away, he'll get himself out. I, I'm not afraid of him at all in a big situation. He, he, he's, he's all show. He's no substance. I know he's fun for kids to watch. He's very show. But he is so, I mean, classic. If you need a single or a sack fly to tie up a game in the ninth inning, he's still swinging out of his shoes, trying to hit one off the scoreboard. Just doesn't appreciate the situation. He's Sam, struck, I know. He's I don't know if he was like this when you played with him a hundred years ago. He uh, normally hit the ball very far. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I'm, he, I'm assuming he did. <laughs> when you're facing kids at during high school, yeah. dude, he yeah. struck out 184 times in 2021. Yeah, uh-huh. who's that old woman that struck him out? It was all over Twitter. I don't remember. remember they showed that first pitch where it was like that, like a hundred year old woman throwing the ball, like straight into the ground and they put Javi missing. <laughs> <laughs> so I did see that. So even in 2018, when he finished second in all-star voting, he batted 290 with 34 bombs and struck out 167 times. Mm-hmm. And almost none of those second bombs in MVP mattered. voting. Yeah. He batted almost, 290. Almost none of those home runs wouldn't matter. Hey, but he but he pointed in the World Baseball Classic. He pointed. Well, when he I mean, the so out. so the home run, the home run thing, <laughs> the home run thing. You can't really control the situation that you hit home runs in. I mean, if you're hitting home runs in a ten to one game, then that's just how it is. But you're saying he just doesn't have the clutch gene. I just, no, no, I'm not saying no. the clutch thing. It has nothing to do with being clutch. I'm saying if it's six to five and the tying run is on second base in the ninth inning. He is not yeah. getting short and trying to chop one to right center field. He's out there coming out of his spikes trying to hit one into the concourse yeah. because he just doesn't have the awareness or just doesn't care. That could yeah. be what, what I think. That it's could be. He throws fastballs up and in, doesn't, sliders away. I don't he think he get cares. himself out every yeah. time. I could see, though, like, I mean, that's what he's getting paid to do, but at the same time, yeah, I see and him just not, not caring. Now he's getting paid a bunch of money on a bad Detroit times. team and no one's paying attention, and he is just he is not – Good. Yeah, last Not year, good. last year, two thirty-eight, one hundred forty-seven, one hundred forty-seven strike strikeouts and seventeen bombs. Hmm. Not good. Seventeen, sixty-seven good. RBIs. Also, uh, Javi, if you're listening, I would really like my glove back that you took from me. There you go. During <laughs> high school go. summer. Sorry, break. we're talking smack, but please, Sam please, wants I would his like back. my glove back. It's the first one I ever had my name on it. Okay. Thanks. Still we're uh, we're going to get a little serious oh, here. Gosh. Remember. Oh no. Remember. He's, Still a PG-rated show. He's nervous. I'm not going. I can't go first. He's nervous about Sam's answer. We're going to start with Zach for safety's sake. Oh, no. (laughs) Question number three. How would you react right now 
if your team signed Trevor Bauer? Oh, that's that's a pretty good question. Um, well, wait, who's this team? The Royals. Okay, Royals. Got it. My team is always the Royals. Okay, I except I just I have to clarify because you never talk Yankees about the Royals when everyone I ha- craps on them. I'm sorry. I just I have to I have to make sure. Yeah. Um, if the Royals signed Trevor Bauer, which they wouldn't because they can't pay him. Um, I'd be okay with it because we desperately need starting pitching. You can't pay him in his situation. Who's to say he wouldn't sign a one-year deal minimum? Uh, somebody's gonna, to somebody's gonna give. Somebody's gonna give him money. Someone's gonna give him what he Sandwich wants. Sandwich return. Although, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really impressed with all the uh, King of Juco TikToks I've seen that he's just throwing every single day. Apparently. I'm not, yeah, I, I what was, do you? Some of those videos, he's like 97 to 99. Aren't you supposed to throw every day as a professional pitcher? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I've seen him getting shelled, though, by high schoolers. There's, <laughs> but the last time we saw him throwing to major leaguers, right. he was he's, he's not getting shelled by high schoolers. It's it's content for videos. It's all yes. it's all I fake. Know. Yes, like he doesn't go from facing like Eric Sims when they like talk trash, throwing at ninety eight point seven, to facing a high school kid next throwing at eighty six mile an hour fast. The Royals sign right, that look, he starts look, opening day. What's the look, greeting from the K crowd? I don't like him, but yes, he he's he's got good stuff. From what his past has shown. Cy Young stuff. Yes. Um, I think it's I think it's good. I think if, if you win, if He's you win, it's it fine. like it actually happened. <laughs> I think this is good. This is a good signing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, again, yeah. If, if he helps the ball club, I'm all for it. But if he's a distract, if he's still a distraction, no, I no. He does not a, strike me as a guy who has learned his lesson. He's going to be a distraction exactly. for a while. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. If he's a, if he does. He's a distraction. I'm out. I'm out on it. Ryan. I'm in. You're in. Oh, I'm so far in. Despite all the dubious contracts your boy Artie Moreno has handed out. If if we were able to sign him, I am so in. There's with a, the Angels there's pitching. There's a rumor that the Angels have had a hard time with pitching lately. There, Yeah, that has been going around. <laughs> I've seen it on the news. 10 or 20 years. I mean, that would be awesome if we could land. I don't care if, I don't care about what happened. I yeah, I don't think he's a great person. I don't care. I couldn't. I couldn't care less. So if he goes out there every fifth day, you don't care. No. Okay. No. He's awesome. If we're talking from a strictly baseball standpoint, he is awesome. Yeah. And if he could be on the Angels rotation, uh, yes, please. Okay. Thank you very much, Samuel. I'm all in <laughs> on Trevor Bauer pitching for the This Atlanta is my Braves. not surprise face. I am all in. Um, but it's also like he, what, he pitched for like a month when all this stuff was still going on. And how much of a distraction was he really? When before before he was, he was before he was before he was hit. innocent or guilty of anything. Yeah. The Dodgers were still winning. Every time he pitched, they won. When other people pitched, they won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How big of a distraction? He was a distraction to the manager because he's the one that has to answer all the questions about him. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, you're kind of. Uh, if he signs, every player in that clubhouse is going to have to answer that question at least once. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At some point. But it's like, once again, I mean, you're found not guilty of whatever you're doing. <laughs> then it's like, what what can you say about him? Failing to prosecute and not guilty are not the same thing. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Here's the thing. He's like, he's not gonna be making forty million dollars. No, 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 no. But someone will give him fifteen to twenty. 
Sure. He's still he has still got some of the best stuff in the game. Amazing. He is an unbelievable pitcher, if not better. I mean, he really has been working on it. And like I've I've he said, just th- I've said this a thousand times. He does like when it comes to his videos and talking, he like oversteps his boundaries for sure. But he is also like pretty much the first person to give people a voice to like speak up uh, and speak their that. mind. Mm-hmm. I do agree. Like with that, he's yeah. the first one to do that, and he yeah. did it when he wasn't even that great. Yeah. He gave people confidence. He chucks balls he, over the yeah, outfield that's fence. In, that's that was insane. that He tells Terry Francona where to put it. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. You definitely don't do that. But hey. that doesn't make him not elite. Absolutely not. And Absolutely I think, not. And it's one. And it's one of those things too. It's like okay, say he signs with the Braves, and he goes out there every fifth day, and it's seven innings, one run, no runs every time he pitches. The fans, I promise you, yeah. will not that's care. Come on, yeah. if you win, they'll you're, stop you're caring. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure at first, like he'll probably get booed no matter where he goes. Yeah, hundred percent. And then as soon as he starts shoving, it'll be like, oh, glad we got. This and guy. he won't care. He won't care about the booze. No. He doesn't no, care that, at all. Nothing, none of he that. will be complete. If anything, it will fuel him. He will not be. I think, I think Angel Stadium is such a perfect it, place for him to be. It didn't slow him down when he cut his finger on a, on his little uh, oh, drone, yeah. yeah, and he got pulled out in the first. And you have the entire, you know, all of Canada is yelling at him in that moment. And all he does is just throw up the three one, yeah. And you're like, okay, he does, this does not bother him yeah. at all. No. All right, as a White Sox fan and used yeah. to being a second class citizen in my own town, I would be okay with it. It would take a good White Sox rotation and potentially make it great. But I would only do it under the guise of this is a one-year deal. It's for manageable money. And if you start doing Trevor Bauer things, you're DFA. If, if that is the... What's if, Trevor Bauer things? He's not going to stop making He's going to do Trevor Bauer he's probably, things. He's, probably, I mean, he's just, probably making the same amount of money off of his content. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think there's a line that you draw... And if he crosses it, you say, sorry, it's not going to work. You DFA him and you move on. The only way that he is going to sign a contract is that the organization lets him do what he wants to do. That's, That's why a, I think it's yeah. Guys, someone's going to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Dude, somebody will. He will pitch next year for sure. He is a yeah, solid Oh, yeah. We're not saying pitcher. that they won't. But. I bet. I the bet. Angels, come be? on. Do Who's it. Who's it going to be? The Angels. Who's it going to be? I, I don't know. I don't know who it's going to be. I have a be. great answer. It's going to be It's going to be a playoff team because he's not going to get picked up till I late in the season. I have a great answer. I Who's think your I answer? know the answer. Oakland A's. Philly. <laughs> Philly's not Probably a bad guess. San Diego Padres. Yeah. 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 Tell me how much sense that makes. A lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Same division right down the road. They're spending all that money. Yeah. In division. I also could see him going to a place where the fans are a little more chill. Go an hour and a half north and find yourself in Anaheim. Beautiful Anaheim, California. San Francisco, that's for sure. No. Definitely not. Fans couldn't be more chill. Half the fans don't even know what's going on. They're just there for Shohei Otani. I think Braves country is exactly where you should go. No, they're they're too in they're too in tuned with with what's going on. The Royals have a lot of prospects coming up. I think. What does that have to do with Trevor? Bauer? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't go for Trevor Bauer. No, not, have, not the role model you're looking for in the clubhouse. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to a less unsavory topic. Hopefully. Oh man, you've made me so excited that the, the, weekly, the Angels will sign the Trevor weekly Bauer. Zach attack. Zachary, what do you have for us? Uh, why does the All Star Game not count anymore? Because it was dumb that it did count for anything. I love it. Why not? Why? Why do they get? Why does the winner of that get home field advantage? Kind of makes, it too. makes you play for lie. something. And the A and the AL just dominated, which I loved for a long time. Yeah, but I feel like it takes away from like the fun and entertainment aspect of 
but the fact that there's something that's on the line, like granted half of those, more than half of those guys are not, doesn't matter, but still like, so I think the MLB needs to do what the NBA is doing for the all-star game. I think that that's the one thing the NBA is doing correctly is that you're taking the two best players from each side and having a draft and they're picking the teams. I think I, that would be awesome. I like the AL versus the NL. That's the, it's the same. It's the same exact thing. What if we oh, win? So you can only draw. Yeah, you draw. You draw. Yeah, yeah. Draw from your division. What if we like went that. hockey style and did U.S. versus the world? The U.S. would never win. <laughs> never. <laughs> it would never win. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that <laughs> ever. Probably right. But again, no. Yeah, well, the World Baseball Classic. You're just not getting the Degroms and the Verlanders, so they might. Yeah, true. I don't know. So they take. Like everyone's selected as an all star. Like, like and next then, year, it'll be you know Judge and who won the MVP in the National League? Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt. Yeah, yeah it'll Goldschmidt. be those two, and they they pick the roster. They pick their pitchers from from the people who were selected as all stars. I don't hate it. They, they can't just pick anybody. No, it's, no, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. it's the selections that are made. Yeah, I, you pick and then it, and then it doesn't matter for anything. No, you still yeah. don't matter for anything. Got it. Wait, I think how but, does that. Baseball's way too traditional. They'll never get off the. I actually, you know, it, it no, you're right. The NBA does do it where it's just everybody that's selected. Yeah, so that would yeah. actually be kind of cool. Yeah. Look, I know I'm going to skew much older here with this answer, but even before, I didn't like, sorry, I didn't like when they okay. did that for the uh, home run derby though. I hate how the home run derby is. But, but didn't they do a didn't outs, they do a draft man. though? Like there's two yeah, captains and like they kind of, even yeah, before like Bud Selig introduced that idea of the winner of the All Star Game that league hosts. Is home field advantage for the World Series. You know, back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, the All-Star Game still meant something. It wasn't this glorified exhibition. I mean, you got the story of Pete Rose knocking out Ray Fossey at home. I mean, literally bowling over a yeah. catcher in an All-Star Game. Ray Fossey's career was never the same. That game meant something to all those guys out there. I don't know when the, when the script flipped. And it just became this glorified exhibition. The game doesn't matter much, and and everyone's just going to hug and kiss. And and I don't know what happened. Maybe it's just a again. That's the worst. I mean, I can't say the last time I wa- I watched a, a full. But that used MLB to be an All-Star awesome game, game to it's, watch because you got you everybody's best. And, and now, so you know, go, they're going through the motions. Going going through the All-Star games that I've seen back when it did matter, you can't tell me that those guys were out there taking it 100 percent serious, like I mean, it meant something. Yeah. Probably not as serious as Pete Rose, but those scores were still like insane like yeah. it was the same thing it was a lot of home runs like i think about the all-star game in 2001 i forgot who was pitching but laid a 85 mile hour fastball right down the middle so cal ripken could hit a ball yeah i remember yeah. that they kind of did that with jeter exactly. too so, what I'm saying, so it's that's dumb yeah. like they, they, they've never cared at least in recent years right. but i do like that it like maybe it's not for home field advantage but have it means like have it mean something. Have them play for something. I'm actually okay with the home field advantage. Uh, me, me too. I, what like, if they I, play I like for that. a little extra money, like a little extra kickback for? Well, why, well that's what uh, that's how the but, NHL but does the it. People so, make so, it thirty million dollars a year. The NHL, really care. the NHL three on three team gets a million bucks. So, yeah. t- so tell me this. So, like, you're telling me it's fair because you won the All Star game. So, like, say the National League won it in. 21 and the Braves had 88 go. wins this is where I was going to go Houston Astros yeah. that had 112 right you're telling me that the Braves deserve home field advantage right. over the team that was the best in baseball well maybe yeah. the Astros no. in the all-star game should have won the all-star game yeah yeah but what yeah if, but they can't there's that's not their team oh, they can't rely you can't, on you can't base it off that I mean Blake I Snell won a Cy Young without being an all-star the guys have won MVPs without being an all-star that doesn't count what if they didn't have the right players in there what if only Correa was the all-star 
and Bregman won the MVP. I, I just like the game meaning something. Maybe that's not the best solution. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I like to have some sort of stakes. Otherwise, where it's, it's not the pro, it's going to turn into other, the Pro Bowl. Yeah, you don't want it to be. Yeah, you don't want it to be a backyard barbecue. It's got to mean something. Guys can't have your cake and eat it too. You want the automated strike zone. You want, you know. You I don't want the, the. I don't want the automated strike zone. This is who we deal with. This is who we deal with. You want one thing from the past. Yeah, can't. You can't. Yep. Everything's got to change. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Yep. All right, Ryan. What are we crying about this week? Um, I saw an article about. How the with the Mets not landing Carlos Correa, that they now have some more money to potentially trade for Shohei Otani <laughs> by the trade deadline. I will and never watch another baseball game again. Does he play shortstop? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> he probably play third. <laughs> probably, yeah. And listen, I want him to go to a team that he can win a World Series. Like Same. The Braves. Same with say I mean same with Trout and I want them to go who be good teams? for their I don't know I don't I, I don't care who the teams are it's, I just want the them Mets. no no it's sorry let me it's not, not about the Mets? the Mets it's not about the Mets it's about Shohei Otani is going to be gone probably by the trade deadline whatever team that may be I just the Mets are what sparked it because the article was now look at all this money that they saved mm-hmm. they'll be able to trade a couple guys and give some money. It, but- Money they did right, not spend right, 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 that right. they can redirect. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more just from an angel standpoint of I'm sad that Otani's probably going to be gone. And what are you giving up for Otani? Dude, you have to give up so uh, much. You're, you're <laughs> one, two, five, six, <laughs> your house, 12, your car. 20. And you really yeah, do. Really good big leaguers. Yeah. When it comes to prospects. Oh, yeah. Man, that. So, I, you know, I'm just. I'm sad about that because once he signed that one-year deal, it was pretty... We had no choice, really, but to sign an arbitration deal. Yeah. Right. It's just, I mean, you know he's going to be... He's probably going to be gone. So if he does end up in New York with the Mets or the Yankees, (laughs) considering... I'm asking, again, as a former member of the media, is that good for him? Just because of not only the spotlight you get in the Big Apple, but couple that with... Uh, the Asian contingent of media, which will obviously show up. And yeah. is that going to be too much as opposed to the California style he's gotten used to? I don't is think, he the type I of guy who's going to thrive in that situation? No, I don't think New York's going to be good for him. What was even the reason he signed to go to the Angels? Like, no no one ever talked about that. He loves in and out Because, like, That's the, what I heard. the Red Sox, the know. Dodgers, the Yankees were <laughs> yeah. all on him. Like even the, I, mean, I remember when he signed with the Angels go. and the Dodgers players were like, "Yeah, I guess he was scared to handle it here." Yeah, maybe he didn't want that big of a spotlight. I don't really I guess remember. There probably wasn't too much pressure on him either. There might not. Yeah, well, there yeah. obviously wasn't that much pressure on. I mean, yeah. there there is when you're that <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you're that big sure. of a deal. No matter. Yeah. I mean, but you go to L.A. You yeah. You I mean, L.A. is L.A. Like the Angels. Yeah, I mean, I meant the, sorry. I meant the Dodgers. If we're talking about chill fans, I mean, really, Otani could go zero for five, and also go one inning and people would still want a bunch of pictures with him after the game and signatures and but it's like even you go to the Yankees and what, Phillies you you're getting booed yeah, off the field right. regardless of who you are. what if he goes to the Phillies and goes four innings and gets a five earnings in a playoff game yeah they're he's getting them. crushed it doesn't yeah. matter who yeah. it is it does not matter yeah but I don't think he can handle that when it comes to like some teams like that it's like why is there actual pressure like, fans. what is what has LA done outside of the the fake COVID year World Series? What have they done? They get to the NLDS and lose. 
They can win 140 games and they get beaten four. Yeah, I think, a team that I think won maybe I think games. that might be starting to go away, I like know, the pressure of it. Well, didn't they, didn't they lose to the cheaters? They did in the World Series. They sure did, and then they lost to the, the Red Sox. And then they, they, yeah, they've, they've they lost. They lose. They just lose. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you don't if you don't win at all. You're that's what it I mean. Is. Regardless, rather, Dodgers I'd Dodgers fans it. are psychotic. Sounds a lot like your precious Atlanta Braves in the 1990s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you don't win at all, then right. what's it for? Who cares that they won 14 straight? Yeah, you know division titles. Who cares? You got to win. You they would win the they'd big. win 115 yeah. games and then lose to the Giants, who won 84. Because they had Barry Bonds, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. So August of 2023, Shohei Otani is wearing what jersey? I got. I do. He's gonna stay with the Angels all year. Probably. No, I think so too. No Probably. team. No team is. There are some organizations that don't even have enough to get him. Honestly, it's better that he's on the Angels. I mean. I mean, if he has, if you don't have to worry about him in the playoffs, then yeah. And you're already there. If you're already a playoff contending team, I mean, I see. I see nobody. Tr- I mean, the realist. <laughs> Sorry, no, you're fine. Like, it is what it is. Dude, there's probably like four teams that realistically have a chance to get them in a trade. The Dodgers are one of yeah. them. It's what, a t- what if the Angels are 45 and 55 at the trade deadline? Do they just have to do it? Probably. Well, mm. what, but just I just don't see anybody biting on it. So that's the thing. If he leaves, I, I th- from a. Sh- from an angel standpoint, I think he needs to go, and we need to get some some other pieces. Probably, so what, probably, what if you get those sad. pieces? I mean, it sucks, and you're still not well, where we, you want to be. Oh, we're not going to be where we want to be, regardless. So that's what I'm you're saying. You're not getting you all have, those pieces as a short term rental. And also, here's the biggest problem: is like the Angels could be 55 and 50, the Astros will be 83, <laughs> 83 and 20. So my life is. <laughs> Like y'all could be joke. If, if they have a winning record at the trade deadline and they're like in somewhat wild card potential, yeah. like they're not going to trade him. They're not going to. He's going him. to be the wild card starter. But they're not going to be. They're just they might not. not. They might not. You're right. They're not. They've gotten. Players. I'll give them a five percent chance that they're sniffing they the have, wild card. They've brought in playoff players though, and guys that have won World Series around him that aren't bad. Combined games played this season. Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon. <laughs> oh my Combined. God. Uh, I'll say 160, 165. Okay. Combined. So a half oh a season for each. Okay. I got Trout playing. 100 for Trout, yeah. 60 for Rendon. I hope. <laughs> I got Rendon. I hope. I didn't even Trout usually goes I, the I first like two, Rendon. three months. They're like, okay. And then when they start to plummet, he gets a back spasm. And then, and then he comes back and hits a home run in 10 straight games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he. Dude, he still finished with like MVP stats this well, year. I know. Unreal. Well, he yeah. Played like 80 games. And then, yeah. He's he the best player to play the game. He does really good, but they still lose the game. Yeah, and then man, he has tough. another back spasm. And then it's, you know. They have I don't blame them. Dude, I mean, the MLB posted that like Otani and uh, Sandoval are like the number eight top, like top one, two punch. Sandoval is kind of nasty. He's good. Yeah. He's really good. Their pitchers aren't bad. That's all they have. Their starting pitchers starting are not pitchers. bad. Yeah, they're not bad. <laughs> they're bullpen. Yeesh. Brian, I know this was your episode, but why do we always have to circle back to sad angels talk? Because I feel like that's how we finish every episode. Well, it's called Crying Ryan, yeah. and it's this is usually what I'm crying about. So. <laughs> yeah. If it's not happy tears, it's something about the Angels. We could I, talk about hockey. We could talk I, about the Ducks that I root for. I mean, we could get oof. into the horrible teams that I root for. Bottom line. How I about got, we talk USC Tulane? Oh, my God. I mean, I, UGA it, TCU. It's crazy because it doesn't like it doesn't hurt that bad. I'm just it's just my life. This is called. I knew, and when you start yeah. winning, though, it doesn't. If you're like, wow, I can't even believe like 
that we used to get, lose every year. I know. That's how I feel about the Chiefs. I hate you, Zach. Zach, <laughs> shut up. Gosh. No, but I mean, uh, if we're talking like quickly, the Ducks most of the time will start really well in the season, and I get my hopes up, and then they lose 20 straight games. At what point do Angels, you adopt the Predators? I can literally feel the listenership to the podcast dissipating no. as we get into Ducks talk. And, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I could talk about the Predators, my feelings versus the Predators, but then we'll really lose some. I'm going with Otani finishes the year in yeah. LA. Signs, I think so signs, yeah. signs with a team that makes it like super unfair, like the Astros. I agree. I got him. Not, I'm not saying he's going to sign with the Astros, but I got him going yeah. to a team that's loaded. If, if they're bad, they'll probably dump just them. how bitter of a pill would it be if he signs with the Dodgers? Oh, that's going to suck. Yeah, but think is of, that the worst case scenario? Uh, or the Astros? But like Dodgers or Astros? You are going to have to if give up so much to get him. He is a two-way player. What was like? Say the Dodgers do make that insane trade where they trade nine Dude, top like, prospects. They trade. trade uh, give, give me you a know they Freddie trade. They, they trade a superstar player that they have like that's in the big leagues, like a young guy or something. And then Otani comes, and then they get beat in the NLDS, and then he signs with. That's, the I mean, that's a trade, though. I, I mean, know, but no one's. No one's. He is going to be worth way much, like way way too much. In free agency? No, I'm oh, saying I see in what a you're trade. Saying. Yeah. Like, no team's going to be willing to give yeah. up everything for a month of this guy. Yeah. And if they don't win, it's yeah. like... What if he doesn't think, perform? Come on. I, I'm, you being, I'm being realistic. Anybody. Anybody. You could say that with I know. anybody. I know, but that's what I'm saying. He could go, go, and, him 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 he could go and not play another game and he's, he's, and ever, he's still you know, worth that. He's just a guy who's never not performed in his life, and I don't see that changing anytime no, soon. I, I'm just playing devil's he's awesome. advocate. God, he's he so awesome. I'm I not saying he's, like, I don't think he's going to be bad either. It's a guy like it's a guy like I obviously think Judge is overrated, but <sighs> it's it. a guy like don't that. It's a no. It's, I'm just saying, I'm not comparing him to Judge. What I'm comparing is like even like if Judge doesn't you know play a full season every year of this contract, he's, he's still not gonna, going. He's to. still going to bat 290 with like 25 to 30. Like yeah, yeah, he's still going to produce. Like yeah. he's, they're just guys that won't be bad no right. matter what. Right. Yep. Can we get out of here? Or do we have to circle back to Ducks talk? No. <laughs> I I hate being an Anaheim fan in general. It <laughs> uh, is tough, man. Okay, that will do it for the Clueless Show podcast, powered by Rawlings. Thank you to Zach Schreitenthal. See you guys. Ryan Gaynor. Go Halos. And Sam Bragg. 65 to 7. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our sponsors, Tanner Tees and Pro 9 Sports. Thank you to our music man, Philip Creamer. And thank you for listening. Be sure to like, share, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. You can follow us on social media across all platforms at DBAT Nashville.